Hi moms, welcome to our bonus episode number two. This is the second episode that we ever recorded for you, our Gather Mom listeners. Yes, and we wanted to talk to you about how we became friends. I know you're all wondering that right now. You really are. You're thinking in your head, how in the world did these two people meet? I love a good Genesis story. This was the first, this was the second thing we ever recorded. We actually had a little bit more of a plan on this one. Still some technical difficulties. We we do still have some technical difficulties, but we mostly worked them out, so you're going to see so much more professional than episode one. Well, not so much, but a little bit I more know, professional. I know, she's giving us a little too much one. credit. <laughs> All right, so we hope you enjoy getting to hear how we became friends. Let's go. Hey moms, my name is Kate Henderson and this is my co-host Rebecca Bradford. Welcome to Gather Moms, a show dedicated to laughing, learning, and leaning into all things mom. We believe there truly ain't no hood like the motherhood and that we need each other to do this mom thing. We also believe we truly can't mom well without Jesus, so you're going to hear us talk about him too. Gather is a part of a whole community for moms, and we would love for you to join us. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Gather Moms. This week. (laughs) Your your turn. (laughs) We are going to have to move that line up because I just feel like I'm just like, oop, done with that line. Should have just kept going. Hey, for for our listeners, we actually have an outline this week. (laughs) Guys, we are stepping it up, right? We are, uh, yeah. Professional. Super professional. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us for episode two, where once again, you get to hear all our mishaps and faux pas. All right, mamas, this week we are turning the clock back 12 years. Isn't that bananas? That's like a preteen to the day we met. Correct. We had a baby. Yes. Just kidding. That's weird. No, because I, <laughs> I clock it by how old Caleb is, is how old yes. Caleb, my oldest son. Yes. For those who don't know me personally, <laughs> <laughs> um, I clock it by how old he is. So uh, that's that's when we met. That's it. So I have to read my next slide. <laughs> my next slide says, right. Uh, oh, that's so happy. Uh-huh. Good job. We thought it would be fun to tell you all how we became friends and have stayed friends and then talk about the very necessary thing of mom friends and how to get them and how to keep them. That's a lot of words. It is. So we're going to have to figure out how to have an outline and not let the outline make us nuts. And the people that are trying to listen that are like, bless your heart. Just talk. Bless them. Yes. We're trying to have some order. That's right. Hang with us, people. It'll get better, I promise. Okay, so let's set it up. How did we meet the genesis of our friendship 12 Such years ago? Bible word. Where were you 12 years ago? In the Garden of Eden. <laughs> no, just kidding. What was your life status 12 years ago? How many kids did you have? Okay, 12 years ago, I had one kid, so my oldest is Jacob. He's 14, so he was two at the time. Yep. And I was working at Lake Point Church as the girls minister on staff. I did middle school and high school girls. And honestly, I have no idea what prompted me to take a woman's Bible study. I don't know if I had just had the two-year-old, and I was like, I need mom community, so I'm going to go do this Bible study. I don't know if I was... Because I had never done one before. So I joined this women's Bible study at the church. Um, Honestly, this might sound bad. I don't remember the title of the Bible study. Oh, no. And I don't remember what we talked about. No, no, clueless. No, I have no idea. I got nothing. No. 
but I remember what you were wearing the first day I met you. You do? Girl, I like, I don't know why the details in my mind do this. Uh, that's the sweetest thing. Okay, you tell me if you remember this outfit. It's a brown dress. Okay. Uh, it's real cute. Um, and I don't know what your shoes were, and you had your hair down, because you always wear your hair down. A brown dress. A brown dress. With buttons remember? down the front? I can't remember if it had buttons. I'm so cute. But I, I remember looking at you thinking, oh my gosh, she's so cute. Oh, that's so sweet, Becca. Okay, so you were, uh, you kind of jumped ahead a little bit there. Oh, that- my bad. <laughs> <laughs> we met at a women's Bible study. Okay, so you had been, how many years had you been the um, girls minister for? Well, now I got to do math. Okay, so it was 12 years ago, and I was at the church like almost 15. So I'd probably only been at the church like two or three years. Right. Not that long. Okay. Yeah. Semi-new. Yes. Super fresh and young and spunky. Oh, all the time. All the zeal. Yeah. All the bright-eyed. Right. (laughs) Let's do all the things, girls' ministry, except for lock-ins. I refuse. Oh, good. Oh, good. See, that's why we're friends. Mm -mm, Not a thing. Those Mm -mm. things are terrible. Mm -mm. Okay, so so that was your status. You were married, Greg. Greg was the youth pastor at yes. Lake Point. Yes. And you guys, how long had he been there? Well, he had already been there probably 10 years. Really? Oh, oh gosh. I'm sorry, people. I just <laughs> This math is like messing me up. He's been there a long time. Okay. He was only there for a couple years before I came, so maybe he'd only been there five or six years. Okay. That seems more likely. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm so, old. How am I supposed to be remembering all these no, things? No, you're not. I'm just trying to set it up because we've actually been friends for a long time. Let's think how old we were. How old were we? I'm 41 today. 12 years ago would have been 29. Okay. So I'm, how old am I? 37. So 12 years ago. I mean, I was 25 when I had Caleb. So I was 25. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like three years older than you. So I was maybe 28. Yeah. A baby. Twenties. Babies. Yes. Yes. So um, Jeremy and I had just moved back to Rockwall. He had been a youth pastor, and we had been in a church, and it there was a church split, and it was bad, and he he was from here. So uh, we came back here because we were kind of familiar with it, and um, just kind of thinking we were just kind of waiting for our next like ministry call where we were supposed to go. And in the meantime, a friend hooked him up with a job and we started going to the church we go to now, Lake Point, and just were kind of showing up. We had never just like come to church. Right. <laughs> when you do ministry, you're working there all the time. Yeah, yes. and you have yes. obligations and there's, you know, things you're paying attention to and everything. And so it was really cool for us just to like show up at church and then leave. Yes, go home. <laughs> go out to lunch on Sunday. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. No obligations. What? Yeah. Um, oh, I feel like that makes it sound bad when you serve. It's not. It's serving is wonderful. <laughs> Girl, we're keeping it real, okay? okay? All right. I'm not going to lie. This whole corona break, Oh, I had my weekends back for a while, and it was glorious. It's been really nice. Glorious. No soccer games, no baseball games. Amazing. Okay. Yes. So we, we, uh, were living in Rockwall and we were just kind of show up at church and I didn't really have any community here. You know, thankfully we had my husband's family kind of, but, um, and like you were saying, I had always led Bible studies and I had never gone to a women's Bible study. I feel like I barely qualified as a woman at that point, you know? So true. Right? Right. You're like, can I go to a women's Bible study? I'm 25, you know? Well, I mean, I was heading towards 30. I'm pretty sure people were like, it's about time. (laughs) Get yourself in there. 
But, you know, you're kind of like, who goes to women's Bible studies? I don't know. It's, I'm pretty sure we were the youngest ones in the room. Yeah, I feel like. No doubt. Yeah. And I just kind of, it sounded interesting. Is I think at the Moore? time, it was a Beth Moore study. And at the time, it was the teaching pastor's wife who was teaching it. So I felt like, oh, well, this will probably be good. <gasps> it's all coming Do you remember back that? to me. Yes. It's all coming back to me. And so I went and had to check Caleb into childcare. It was the first time I had ever put him in childcare. And, uh... I don't know. Is he wearing a three-piece suit? Uh, he, you know, that little boy, he used to be so handsomely People. dressed all the time. Every time I saw this kid, he yes. had like a sweater vest and yes. khakis. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not I always wear a sweater vest. She, Rebecca always remembers the one Easter I made that kid wear a sweater vest. He looks so good. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, because I had a boy too, and I had never done that. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, yeah, that that's not our situation anymore. So, uh, anyway... I remember you spoke up during the study, and I thought, I remember thinking, oh, she sounds cool. <laughs> I feel like I like her. And then do you remember our conversation, how that happened after that Bible study that day? I don't remember how I got over to you, but I think I remember what I said to you. Yeah, you you walked over to me, which I feel like this this has so much to say about what we have to say about mom friends because you did the hard thing and you walked over to me and you were like, Hey, (laughs) (laughs) and I want to say something like, um, I'm the girls minister here and you seem like you'd be a great fit, you know? No, no. I said, you look so fun and trendy. I think girls would love you. Oh, see, that's so much better. That's so much better. And then you invited me to lunch. (gasps) Oh, I did. Yes. You invited me to lunch. No way. Yes. But see, this is like, this is so important. You know, I hope our story is like a learning thing, you know, for other people. But you invited me to lunch. And at the time, I had written the Freshman 15. Um, which is the, the study that I wrote for girls who are going into college, uh, 15, not the 15 pounds. We need to just, I mean, there's truth there. Should we write a book that's called the Corona 15? (laughs) Oh gosh. That's your next one. Yes. Freshman 15 and the sequel. Oh my goodness. Corona 15. Well, you know, they call it the COVID-19. That's too many words for me. Why can't we just call it Corona? (laughs) Why we got to say COVID-19? I know it feels really clinical. So this is a funny thing. I feel like we use Corona and COVID-19 in different, COVID-19 is the more yes. like clinical, right? Yes. We are like talking about very asymptomatic. Going in the history book. Okay. Yes. But when we're talking about the Rona, it's yes. more like this like season of life. Isn't that funny? But you know what? That's what we talked about the other night at our little um, friend dinner, that Corona is like, it's everywhere. Like that's like the virus, right? Yeah, the flu virus. Sh- yeah, the, sure, I don't know. It's everywhere. Like yeah. it's been around forever. Sure. I think they said cows had it. Did you know that? Hey, this is a a cow trail. (laughs) It's different than a rabbit trail. (laughs) Hey, last after our last episode, we were like, we need to pick which one of us is going to keep us on track. Oh, I guess Kate got it this time. (laughs) I'll pick up the mantle. All right, we back on it. So you took me to lunch, and I told you, I said, hey, I've kind of written this material, and I feel like the Lord is leading me to make this into a study, but I don't know what to do or how to move forward with it. It was really at that first lunch that I told you about it, and your eyes lit up, and you said, this has to be a thing. And so Rebecca, from like day one, started investing in me as a friend, and you we kind of came up with a plan. You were like, I want to do this as a retreat for my senior girls. I mean, Becca, like we met that summer and we did our first retreat, like what, March of that? Yes. Because Judd was born. <gasps> was right I pregnant? After that. I was pregnant. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I yeah. was. Yes. So 
Rebecca helped me. She became like my editor and I would turn in chapters to her and she would edit them for me. And um, I guess it was a tit for tat because around that time, then you started pulling me in to help teach Bible studies. Oh, I had all kind of ideas for you. <laughs> this ain't just about your book. I need a volunteer for this. Yeah, you did. I need a warm body sitting here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then we started serving together in yes. girls ministry. Yes. And but I was right. The girls loved you. Oh, Hello. Well, now I you still talk them. to them on Facebook. We do have Facebook. Yes. And w- well, we do. We have so many girls that we're still really close to. Yes. Um, they're mamas now. <gasps> they might be listening right now. Yes, they're mamas oh my now. We've married a mom. Full circle. Yes. Yes. Um, and so I'm trying to think of then kind of how we progressed after that. Well, we just started. I feel like we had such a cool symbiosis. I, see, I don't even, what is that word? I knew what? you were going to stop down yes, when I said what? it. Where we, when we would get together and brainstorm stuff or like plan out events or Bible studies, it was like, I don't know, this like God magic where yes, yes. the engines fire and you kind of come up with ideas and it's just like easy. Yes. You know? It's your passion area. It's something that you are excited to do and you find somebody else that's excited to right. do it. And then, I mean, there's just no stopping you. Right. You're just like, send us off. Yeah. Get on the train. Let's go. Because I feel like that is one of the things that has kept us close friends all these years. Yes. Because when you are first a mom and you have mom friends, it's usually because Maybe your kids are the same age. Yes. Right? Yes. And you just need somebody to like get down on the pit with you and be like, girl, I feel you. Yes. Yes. And uh, so when your kids are the same age, then that kind of makes it easy because they're they're maybe playing on the same sports teams or I don't know. You kind of do things together at the same age. Yes. But if they aren't, then as they start to grow up, then it becomes a little bit more. It's not necessarily super convenient. No, it's not. Because I feel like that's my new phase of life is where my kids are going in these different directions. And some of my other friends, their kids are not there yet. And so you kind of feel alone in these different areas and you have to make it more of a priority to meet with the people that you love. That's right. Yeah. So I feel like, I don't know, I feel like the, the people that I have been able to stay close to as the mom stuff has changed are the people that are like on mission with me. Yes. Right. You're seeing each other at church. You're serving together. You're asking them to hold you accountable to be a part of not just like your outside life, but like your inside life. Like how am I doing as a person? Yes. Okay. So tell me, what do you think is the difference between a mom friend and just like a friend friend? Like what makes a mom friend a mom friend? Are you a mom? (laughs) Yay. Winner. (laughs) I mean, really? That's it. I mean, seriously. Because I have friends that aren't moms too, and we have sweet friendships as well. But there is definitely a bonding agent when you have um, held a small child and it's pooped on you. Correct. Right? Or thrown up in your hands. Rebecca has caught my son's throw up in her hands. Y'all, that that is is the mark of friendship (laughs) right there. We um, We were driving to a conference and... Uh, my son came with us because he was going to stay at my parents' house where the conference was. This was, was early in our friendship, too, wasn't early he? Early like in three? our friendship. Yeah, he was little. Yes. Yeah. And we're driving, and um, Caleb starts to say, Caleb's my oldest that's now 12. But Caleb, I don't know, kind of starts to moan or whatever. Rebecca's in the passenger seat. I'm driving. And then he starts throwing up. Rebecca, I mean, on impulse, turns and catches <laughs> I don't know what it was. I was just like, put your hand out, Rebecca. Oh, there it is. She did. Don't drop it. 
It, I took my seatbelt off too. We were totally being illegal. Oh my goodness. It was like the mark of true amazement friendship. Seriously. And then we pulled we pulled the car over and we had to like dump out the Okay, throw here's up. the deal. Like I'm pretty sure we had like baby wipes or yeah. something, but I had not washed my hands. No. So you had to drive the rest of the way. Mm. I think we still had like 30 more minutes or something until we got Maybe there. Maybe so. Yeah. Just like I'm like, don't touch your face. It's like the Rona. Don't touch your face. Yeah. Don't move your hand. Yeah. Leave them in your lap. So you were my first mom friend because I was a new mom. Yes. And so I always think of you as my first mom friend. Oh my gosh. Do I, I need know. a trophy? Isn't that special? I need a t-shirt. <laughs> Something. And you would tell me things about being a mom. You know, you were, you've always been kind of a step ahead of me in yes. the mom thing. Yes. And so you'll kind of, you, you are very good about giving me tips and insights or kind of le- letting me look a little bit forward without freaking me out. <laughs> You get know, really bad. Hang on. Yeah, yeah. No. Like, okay. One of the first things I learned from you is the story I tell about the corn because we were talking yes. about how how hard it is to keep you know things clean at, at the bottom of the high chair or whatever. And we all know that you like things clean. I do like things Y'all, clean. When we got here today to do this podcast, this chick right here is cleaning her cabinets <laughs> and her counters, and she's like wiping everything down. And I'm looking around, going, "I didn't know you were supposed to wipe that." Okay, note to self: go home and wipe that in your own kitchen. Whatever. No, there Truth. were just crumbs Truth. everywhere. So what I was waiting for, I just wiped down the counters. I really try not to do that. I'm trying to be a person who y'all can just you show up. You don't have up. to be dirty, though. It's well, okay. I know. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what were we corn. talking about? Corn. corn. Yes. So Caleb would eat corn, and it would fall on the floor, and you can't really sweep Mm-mm. it. Mm-mm. That stuff is sticky Yeah, it gets moist. stuck in the broom. Okay, mm-hmm. don't say that word anymore. <laughs> So I told her, I was complaining about that to Rebecca, and she was like, oh, girl, you leave that corn till the next day. That's right. Because it, it is dries dry. up overnight, and then you just suck it up with the vacuum. Yes. Rice, too. That's my big one is rice. Yeah, rice, Because rice is sticky. So you just leave it overnight. Yes. And we don't have pets, so I don't have anybody to, like, lick it off the floor, so. Yeah. No, you I know. That's, there. that's the really one big win of pets. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so, um... And then when I was have I was having my second kid, and we met for Starbucks when Lydia was a baby, and I was having to come and tell you, hey, I'm going to have to pull out of some girls' ministry stuff because I'm overwhelmed. And I remember I'd put Caleb like in, he was at like Mother's Day out or something, and I had Lydia in the little carrier, and we met at Starbucks, and I was like, I'm so overwhelmed. And you reached your hand out across the table, and you said, I didn't think I should warn you. <laughs> You were like, I knew it was coming. Yes. But, it, you know, you were like, I didn't think it was the right thing to do to tell you, like, this is going to be crazy hard, you know? That's a hard struggle with mom friends is, like, how much do you share? Right. Because sometimes, you know, it's one of those things where I learned by experience certain things, and there's certain things you just have to get in the middle of it before you figure out. Right. And even if somebody on the outside says this is coming, I think some of us are like, no, it's not. I'll be fine. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah. Right? Like, before you have that first kid in the hospital, and you're like, this is glorious. They sleep all the time. Oh, my gosh, my life is awesome. Yes. And you just want to say to them, oh, friend, (laughs) the next four weeks. 
might be the most difficult of your life. But you don't. And then two no. weeks later, they call you and they're like, oh. Yes. And you're like, oh, it's okay. Yes. Yes. Because you can't really brace them for how bad or even how wonderful. <laughs> you said how bad. You know, yes. you can't. You can't. And it doesn't do them any favors. And you might say, oh, you know, it's going to, it might be rough, you know. Yes. And then when they really get in it, you're like, yeah, I know. Let's it just really hug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. So why do you feel like it's important to have mom friends? Well, I mean, you need somebody to do this thing with. You cannot go through mom life alone. There are so many things that honestly you can't get around. It's almost like, um, you know, when we drive to Austin, we live in Dallas, so we're here in the Dallas area. And when we drive to Austin, there is traffic that you cannot get around it. I mean, they are doing construction on I-35 all the time. Yes. So you just go into it knowing there's going to be issues that I'm going to have to deal with. And I can't get around it. And even if I detour, it's just going to take longer. So I feel like sometimes in motherhood, there are things that your mom friends just are going to have to go through. Yeah. You can't save them from it. Right. So because I can't save you from it, the only thing I can offer you is my presence. Yes. So I can just sit in the car with you. Yes. You know? Yes. So I can go with you on the journey, and I can cheer you on, and I can give you some helpful hints and tricks. Yes. But if nothing else, I just have to love you through it. That's right. And so we need a mom friend that's willing just to sit in the car. That's right. Oh, that's so good, Becca. Girl, we're about to go on vacation. I'm already thinking about the traffic. (laughs) You want to come sit in the car? Gosh, I just love that. I love that because I think that's what a mom friend is. They're they're not necessarily trying to fix it or change things for you. They're just there. Mm-hmm. And they get it and they understand. You need somebody that gets it. You just need someone that can nod their head and go, girl, I understand. Right, right. Yes. Okay, so why do you think it's hard to find mom friends and, and keep them? So why is it hard to find them? So I think... Honestly, I did not remember half the story that you just told of our first meeting. Really? So I was, this is a little bit like, oh, story time. This is so fun. <laughs> um, but you totally hit on the number one thing, which is initiation. Right. Too many of us assume that someone's going to come to us right. and say, I want to be your best mom friend. Right. And so we sit and we wait and we wait and it never happens. Yeah. And then we start playing these stories out in our mind. Nobody likes right. me. Nobody wants to be my oh, friend. Oh, that terrible. Yeah. And it's not true because honestly, the other mom is probably sitting in her house waiting for somebody to come to her too. Yeah. So we have to be people that initiate. When I see somebody that I like and I'm like, I would love to get to know them better. You just step out and you go, hey, let's go to lunch. Yes. Hey, can I come have a play date at your house? Yeah. Um, You just have to be the initiator. And sometimes you might get a reject, you know, you might find a mom that's in the midst of something that doesn't have time or can't do it. And honestly, that's okay because you might just be the voice in her head that she needs someone to say, keep going. Don't stop. Yes. But you just have to be able to be a person who initiates. That's right. Don't be afraid. You know, uh, I feel like we get asked regularly, Rebecca and I get the chance to kind of teach moms sometimes and do things. And one of the topics that is always brought up is mom friends. Mm -hmm. And because it is a struggle for folks. And so one of the things I feel like uh, that I've compared it to is dating, (gasps) you know, because you have to, there has to be somebody, but I guess, you know, in our culture, predominantly in, in dating, the guy is coming up to us. They should be. Should be. Don't even get me started (laughs) on a man's role in dating. I'm about to tell you people. All right. That's another episode. Asking for the phone number, you know, initiating the first date. Like, yes. And so we are not used to having to be in that role. 
Yes. And so it's kind of, you know, you kind of have to be the dude when you see, like you're <laughs> That's saying. That's a tweetable. Somebody tweet that. <laughs> when you see somebody that you're like, man, I think we could be friends. Yes. That you just swallow your pride. Yes. Because it's worth it. Just yes. go up and, and have the conversation. And don't expect to be best friends off the bat. No. You know, just like in dating, you might go out on a couple dates and go, man, you're a really nice person, but we just, right. I don't know that we're going to mesh. Right. That's a-okay. Yeah. Honestly, you cannot have too many people that you know. Like, let's just know them all. Right. And then you find those people, just like we talked about earlier, when you, there's a passion they have and a passion you have, and those passions meet up. Yes. And you're like, okay, let's do this more closely together. Right. And it could be, you know, you could meet them at library story time. You could meet them at the park. You could meet them, hey, huge, huge plug for church. Huge plug. Yes. Because... You know, you can meet so many moms at church, uh, at, you know, doing like a mom's Bible study together. I mean, there's all kinds of things. Yes. And so, you, you know, just to put yourself out there and know that this mom friend thing is something that you need that you may have never thought about until you became a mom. Oh, so true. Right? Because it kind of feels like when we were in high school and college, we had like all the friends They're we needed. They're just around. Right? Everybody's yes. there. Yes. Yes. But it's hard. I feel like one of the things that's hard about it right now is... You know, you might have a husband, and then you may have a job. You may have several kids. So it's not, in that way, it's so different than what our childhood friends were like. Our elementary, our middle school, our high school friends, even our college friends, you know, because we may have had a few things going on there, but now you probably have a spouse that is your, Need hopefully your best friend, yes. you know, that you're you got spending dinner time to with. plan. You got yes. a sports practice to go to, you got laundry to do. Right. And then you've got your kiddos. And so there's just this small amount of time. And so it can be hard to, yes. to find the time, um, for mama friends. Yes. So true. So let's say, let's say that we find them. We got our friends. Now, how do we keep them? <laughs> <laughs> Buy them things. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'll stay. That is actually very true for Rebecca. I'll take it. Yeah, girl. <laughs> Rebecca's yeah, love girl. language is gifts. I love them. And they oh don't, thankfully, they don't have to be expensive gifts. No. Target dollar spot for I find win. things for Rebecca and the Target dollar spot, and I leave it on her porch, <laughs> and I know that I've just deposited $1,000 in her love bank. Yes. That's so true. Okay, husband, are you listening? Go ahead and take note of that. All right, thank you very much. Um, I think that sometimes we sabotage our own friendships, okay? So you find a mom friend, and you're enjoying time together, and I think there's another story that plays in your head that says she's going to get tired of me. Mm. Um, She's going to find somebody else that she likes better. Yeah. I think that we have such a poor self-image of ourselves uh-huh. that we put that weight on our friendships and we assume that the other person is going to see our flaws yeah. and find out the real truth and then not want to be friends with us anymore. Yes, gosh, that cuts deep, yeah. And I just think that um, all of us have these areas where we're hurting and struggling yeah. and we might be trying to hide them yeah. um, and we might try to put out a persona that we are better than we are. But don't make an assumption about somebody um, that they're not going to like you for the truth. Yes. Because I really believe that the friends that you want to keep, the ones that are your forever friends, are the ones that can get in the grit with you. Right. And it can be really nasty sometimes, and you have to fight it out and talk it out and work it out. But on the other side of that journey, you're like, I'm so thankful I had somebody to do it with me. 100%. So I would say, hearing you say those things, my two my two tips would be, number one, be authentic. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're just going to have to. You're just going to have to be transparent and authentic. If you want to have a real friend, you just have to 
go there with it. Yes. And, and don't hold things back. You know, um, I love that you accept me for being a clean freak (laughs) (laughs) and it doesn't seem annoying to you, you know, my gosh, it's my inspiration. Well, but that's great (laughs) because I, you know, I think I even caught myself just a minute ago wanting to like change that part of myself. And you're like, no, No. that's her, you know, like I said, I'm going home to open the microwave and be like, (laughs) is there a crumb in there? I'm like, get it. Oh, that's what you saw me do. Girl, that's yeah. hilarious. You wiped, she wiped the buttons, people. Do you wipe the buttons on your microwave? I mean, we touch it all the time. Now yes. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's germs all over that. Yes. I'm going to do it. Just a quick swipe. I'm going to do it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so gosh, what were we talking about? Oh, being authentic. <laughs> you know, but that when you're having a hard time that you shoot a text and you say, I am in the pit. Yes. You know, or um, can you go for a walk? Can we meet for coffee? Can you come over? Whatever it is, and just be real with what's going on, um, because those those are how we build the friendships. And then the the next thing I would say is to assume the best. Oh, so good. Yes, because you know, in our mom friendships, you're not going to talk to your mom friends like we did with our high school friends, where it's like texting all the time, talking all the time. There's just not margin for that. No, and sometimes you like could go days days without like contacting each other, and then it's like. <gasps> Do they not want to talk to me anymore? Exactly. Maybe they're too, oh, they did a they did a thing and they didn't invite me. Like right. we just, we constantly jump to the worst possible scenario. Worst possible scenario. And so, you know, my advice for that would be just assume the best. Yes. Until you know otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you find out that, yes, they, they were, you know, angling to hurt your feelings by taking a selfie, at, you know, with their other <laughs> friend at a restaurant, which I just don't think that really, I don't have room for that. In Hollywood, it happens. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't have, I don't have room for that as a 30 something year old, you know, oh, to be no. playing games with my friends. Come on. So just assume the best. If they're not texting you back, it's probably because they are in the weeds. Yes. So reach know? out first and be like, Hey, how you doing? Yes. And if you don't hear back, like it's okay. Yes. Just give them a minute. Drive you know? by their house, see if their car's in the driveway. No, yes. <laughs> or leave flowers <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> drop off some muffins, do something nice instead of just assuming that they are trying to ghost you because they're probably not. They Ooh, probably ghost you. That's a good term. A going on. Yes. Is that like a trendy word? Oh, I'm in the hip lingo, Rebecca. Oh my gosh. I want to learn this. Ghost you. I'm going to use it in a sentence today. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> well, that could be your one thing. Oh, that's okay. So, thing. so <laughs> transitioning, um, we like to talk about what is the one thing that you want to take away from as we think about mom friends. What is the one thing for you today? Um, as we, as we wrap up this conversation, What's the one thing that you want to walk away with remembering as you think about mom friends? I think I want to lay down my um, judgment hammer. You know, I want to lay down the idea that I can know what's going on in someone's life just by the outside, right? Mm. Just by like a picture on social media or um, I think that we have to remember that we are all doing this thing called motherhood, right? We all have good days and bad days. We have good seasons and bad seasons. You know, sometimes we're killing it as a mom, right? And that's awesome. The last thing I would want is for someone to look at me during that season and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that, you know? Yeah. Like I want someone to cheer me on and go, good job, girl. Yes. Because tomorrow it's going to be rough and I'm going to need someone to like come in and help like pick me up off the floor. Right. And maybe have some crumbs on my shoulder they have to wipe off. Yes. But I do think that in motherhood, we are so quick to judge each other when honestly we have experienced the same thing ourselves. Yes. So I have no right to lay that hammer on anybody else. 
I need to see all mamas as people that are in this tribe together, right? trying to do the best for our children and our families and make it through what we would consider the craziest world of all time right now. Yes. And so when you feel that, you feel that little impulse to be like, oh, what is she doing? Or yes. why is she yes. doing You know, that we just let that go. Let it go. Lay it down. Yes. Let it go. Oh, good. Oh, oh that I, told, I did not hit that note. <laughs> No, y'all can learn something about me. I do not sing. Oh, that's how you know you're a girl mom. I mean, anytime I say let it go, I want to sing it. I want to sing it. There's certain things you want to sing. Okay, my one thing is I, when I start talking about friends, I can feel guilty because Mm -hmm. I don't keep up enough with my friends. Um, And, you know, I think there's room for me to work on it, maybe. But I also just, I don't, my one thing is today just to let that guilt go. Yes, I I am for sure doing the best I can. Yes. And, um, you know, I think that my friends love me and know that. And I guess, uh, you know, shout out out there if you're listening. If you haven't heard from me, just reach out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not trying to, you know, do anything. It's just... I just barely keep it up over yes, here, you know? Yes. And so letting that guilt go. Yeah, you do not have room on your shoulders to carry that. Yeah. I mean, bless our hearts. We are so quick to just assume, just like we talked about earlier, you know, that everybody else's life is perfect and we must be letting everybody around us down. Right. And we are not. No, we're not. We're not. We're not. Praise the Lord that he gives us that grace every single moment. Yes. Um. You know, I was reading this um, post by Beth Moore the other day where she was talking about how um, when we look at our kids do something and fail, uh-huh. we're usually not disappointed in them. We're usually like, it's okay. Uh-huh. Let's go again. Yeah. But sometimes we assume that our father looks down from heaven and sees us fail and goes, I am so disappointed in Right. You. And she said, why would God not treat us even better than we oh, treat exactly. our children? 100%. Yes. So instead of looking at ourselves with disappointment, look at ourselves and go, thank you, God, for that grace. Yes. And thank you that you are cheering me on every yes. step of the way. And let me extend that to my mom friends. Yes. Yes. Because we all are stumbling along. <laughs> Truth. And this life thing. It's Truth. not like any of us has it. You know, where we're just walking perfectly. Mm-hmm. And if you think somebody does, they don't. Let they that don't. go. That's right. Yeah. And put a camera on their front door and watch what they do. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I have like this whole stalker you thing going on. You do have a little peeping Tom thing Oh my going. gosh. I really don't do that. Like, okay. I'm going to be watching. When my ring doorbell goes off and it's your minivan, I'm going to be like, look okay. at her. She's out Those here people with the me. ring doorbells are yeah. posting stuff all the time. I saw someone post today, like, a picture of an animal on their front step. Yeah. It's, like, fun. Is it fun to, like, go back and look at your ring you doorbell and one? see? No. Okay, somebody in our neighborhood was posting the armadillo. There's an armadillo yes. that's digging up their flower beds. It's I like would your be so own angry. personal neighborhood <laughs> Netflix. It's like, check out what was on my ring last night. It is. Well, and then when you have the app, then you can see all the activity in your neighborhood like people can share things of sketchy Y'all things have your own sketchy app to share yes. your ring pictures yes this is why i'm not getting it i don't even answer my front door <laughs> i don't need a ring well you have glassy i can't see who's coming at the door so okay hey sidetrack listen we have a no soliciting little little bitty sign on our over you our also doorbell have, shh, the baby sleeping Okay, that I got rid of that truth. one. I got I got rid of that one. I put the sticker on top that says no soliciting. I did have the sh- the baby sleeping for like Forever. four years. Yes. <laughs> what? That's funny. It worked. Nobody knocked on the door. Love <laughs> that. Seriously, that's a that's life funny. hack right that's there. That's funny. Um, but so I switched it out to the no soliciting one. And anyway, yesterday we still had a solicitor. I'm like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. I thought, what's the law? 
Is there? Does it matter? First of all, it's the Rona. Why are you coming to my door anyway? Don't knock on my door. You got the Rona. That's right. Yes. I'm about to saw whatever you set down. So walk away, brother. He was selling bug whatever. And I'm like, I don't know. Just, I know you need business. Use social media. Yes. Well, you got to come to my door. No, no. I don't want to talk to you. This is 100 degrees outside. So then you million. feel bad you got off from water. Oh, yeah. And okay. I don't have any bottled water. So I'm like, what do I have in my fridge that my children have not drunk out of? What a Capri Sun. What a Capri Sun. <laughs> That's what I got. They would probably love a Capri Sun. They probably would. Okay. So let's talk about, see, I haven't thought about this yet. I know. I knew you were going to ask it. And I'm like thinking in my head right now. What are we saying enough to? We need to get better at practicing for this or thinking about things. Well, I feel like I just have to have a running list. Yeah. Of what we're saying enough to or well, what I, we can't get enough of. What if I don't have it? So, uh, I am saying enough to, oh, do you have something? No, go. I mean, you started first. Well, you guess Whatever. How do you think? I'm trying to think about what I am saying enough to. I am saying enough to being the cruise director for this, the childhood summer that's happening in my home. Oh my gosh. Do you wear the sailor suit and everything? You know what? That would be really cute. But they, we can get in a bad habit where they're coming to me every day. What are we doing? What friends are we having over? Where are we going? You know? Okay. Let's do the opposite here. My children don't even talk to me in the morning. (laughs) That's awesome. I don't even know that they're around until, I don't know, noon when it's lunchtime. (gasps) What? Because I let them play video games almost all day. So. Well, that's, I mean. That's so funny. You know, pros and cons. I'm telling you. But. That's pretty great. I'm one step ahead. Let me tell you what's going to happen in two years. (laughs) They are not going to talk to you. They're going to go straight to the video games, and then they're just going to come find you for food. Okay? I mean, honestly, that does not sound like a bad life. No, it's not. Yeah, because I got this little one that's like, hey, where are we going? What are we going to do? All day long. And we're we're going to the beach in a couple weeks. So every day she's like, is is it time to go to the beach? How many sleeps? Yeah. Okay, I thought of one that I can't get enough of. Okay. Okay. Um, Fresh fruit. Oh my okay, goodness, because it's yes. summer. Yes. And everything tastes so delicious right now. So good. And so I want to go to all the berry farms and pick all the different things because it tastes completely different when it comes right off the vine. What is the deal? It's it like is, candy. It is amazing. Yeah, yes. I told the kids yesterday. So side note, Rebecca, uh, we have a blueberry farm in our in area. In our neighbor. It's yeah. in our neighborhood. Yeah, it's not far. And um, so they had... Uh, they're doing time slots because of the Rona. They're Y'all, and that's a whole nother thing. I what? need to be knowing when the time slots are coming out so that I can get on the time slots. Because <laughs> she wants to go back. Rebecca wants to go back. I'll go every day. I thought it was awesome, but dude, it was hot. Y'all, hot for fresh fruit any day. It was worth it. Worth it. I should have worn athletic clothes and not sandals. I was, I was wearing sandals. You did look cute. I didn't know. I had I like sprayed ex- down with bug spray. <laughs> I had my tennis shoes on and my sports bra. And you were like See, coming out there with a cutie knot headband. Okay. And your little fun old Navy sandals. I didn't know. I didn't know what she this was She thought there was going to be like a photography op. <laughs> and she was like, I'm going to look good. Yes, no, you did. It was none of that. My hair was not washed. I had the headband on because my hair was not washed, so I get points for that. Total. Oh, my gosh. It still looks super cute. But I was seriously standing out there, and I could feel the sweat rolling down my back. And I'm like, I made a bad choice. I should have on a sports bra. I put all the kids in, like, athletic wick-away clothing. Yes, yes, You know? Yes. But was I wearing that? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. So I came home just and to I don't know that you took a fest. picture of yourself with your children anyway. 
Oh, well, I saw the one of them, but you didn't have one with you. I tried, but the sun was blazing. They were not in it for the pictures. Okay. So I had to take pictures when they were, like, just doing their thing. Yes. You know, yes. instead of us, like, taking a picture together. That was <laughs> that was going to send them over the top. That was too big of an ask. <laughs> Oh my but goodness. I didn't get pictures We're going to do a whole episode on how to take pictures of your kids. That would be good. I have all the tips. Okay, good. I feel like I have tips too. Yes. Okay, we will. Okay, well, that's it for this week. Uh, we are wrapping up talking about mom friends. Go get you a mom friend. <laughs> sounds like you need to go to the grocery store and pick one up. Go pick one up. Y'all be Instacart. nice to them. Instacart a mom friend to your door today. <laughs> be nice to that girl. Give her gifts. Give her lots of grace. And then just hang in I there. Hang in there. When you're at the pool this summer... Go up. Yes, go up to Go somebody. up and just say, yo, what's up? That's right. Swim Let's up to friends. Swim up. Yes. <laughs> Super <laughs> awkward just like <laughs> pop up in the water. Hey, let's be friends. <laughs> Can I give you my number? <laughs> All right. So make sure that you subscribe to the Gather Moms podcast so that you do not miss an episode because we have fun things planned for you on our next episode. So we'll see you next time. Bye.